9 to 0. Do I really need to explain more? Colorado, despite being up 29 to nothing, going into halftime against Stanford. Who, mind you, Stanford all this season hasn't been playing good this season. They're terrible. They're literally arguably the worst team in the Pac-12, right? They found a way to muster up the biggest comeback in college football this season and the biggest comeback in their school history, right? As they won against the Buffaloes, 46-43 in double overtime. The thing I will say is that I'm not going to cap. The overtime was very entertaining. It was. And the Buffaloes, they just pulled an Atlanta Falcons moment. A 2016 Atlanta Falcons moment. Because we all know the Super Bowl, they were beating the crap out of the Patriots in which they just found a way to choke the lead. So they basically did the exact same thing. It wasn't as bad as the, as the, um, the Atlanta Falcons. Though. It wasn't bad as that. Because everybody knows what happened with that. But in the first half, the Buffaloes, they absolutely dominated against Stanford. Their offense was hitting. Their defense was hitting. Their secondary was putting in work. Their D-line was putting in some work. And also, Shador, he was starting to get out of the pocket more because that was probably one of the biggest issues in which a lot of people said for the most part as his old line is just absolutely terrible. He's just taking a lot of pressure getting all them sacks, you know? And I don't want that to damage his body. So I did like the fact he kept using his legs a lot in this game. I really did. If nobody's open, just use your legs because Shador can use his legs. He's that good. He's one of the best quarterbacks in the country. You get what I'm saying? However, in the second half, I don't know what happened with Colorado, but they just completely choked. They just blew the lead, and there's literally no excuse. And this is funny, right, because I was literally watching the game. It's 29 nothing. I go somewhere. I come back. The next thing you know, Stanford came back, and I'm like, what the heck? Did they really pull out in Atlanta Falcons? <laughs> what the heck just happened for the Wolfsburg? And the main player behind that comeback was wide receiver for Stanford, A.O. Mayer. As he finished his game with 13 receptions for 294 receiving yards and three touchdowns. The crazy thing about this is that he did this all in the second half. He literally did this in the second half for the most part. In which he pretty much destroyed anybody on the Buffalo's defense. From Travis Hunter to even one of Deion's kids who also plays safety for the Buffaloes. He pretty much destroyed everybody for the most part. And their offense... They just kept making just costly mistakes. Discipline was not there. And they just made a whole bunch of mistakes for the most part. And unfortunately, that's ended up what happened later on in the game as the Stanford Cardinals. They ended up getting to the end zone, kicked the field goal, and they tied the game. Now, the biggest moment in this game in overtime, it was first and, fir first and 15. It wasn't overtime, right? In which A.L. Mayer, which again, he'd been absolutely destroying every DB on the field, right? Yeah, right. He ends up completely destroying and abusing Travis Hunter in every way you imagine, right? He catches the ball right behind his head. And he carried him right in the, inside the red zone. And I'm not going to lie. I really thought Travis Hunter did pick it up. But then after that, Hale still had the ball in his hand for the most part. Completely violated him, disrespected him in every way imaginable for the most part. In which I was surprised. And then after that, the Colorado Buffaloes, they did score back. However, the biggest mistake came in this game, right? It was starting goal, Shador Sanders, nobody open. Spring was out to his right. Nobody open. Now, mind you, they're in field goal range. They can just kick the field goal. Shador, he throws it up and ends up getting picked up by the Cardinals, in which he didn't throw it up for the most part. He did not need to throw that pick. He 
need to throw the ball out of bounds, short, and that's it. That's all you have to do because, again, they're in field goal range. You can just kick the field goal, and even though the defense was terrible all game for the most part, at least the field goal, at least you might as well trust them for the most part. But they end up capitalizing on that, and the Cardinals kick the field goal and end up winning the game 46-43. And this is just an absolute gut gut punch for the Buffaloes because number one, this is supposed to be an easy team because again, the Cardinals are not that good this season. They're really not. And if you look at the next two games for the Buffaloes, their schedule gets brutal. I mean, they go up against UCLA and Oregon State. And those two teams, especially Oregon State, they've been playing very good this season. Especially Oregon State with that transfer from Clemson. He's been balling out this season for the most part. So, that's literally a huge gut punch right there. And after the Cardinals, I mean, the Stanford Cards are pretty much terrible for the most part. We all know it is going into this season. And right now, they're pretty much are for the most part. But they just redeemed themselves. Slightly, but again, they're still terrible. Now, who does the main blame goes to, right? The main blame I will give is obviously the defense. Number one, immediately, the defense deserves a lot of blame. I mean, you will, I mean, 29 nothing. That's all I got to say. 29 to nothing, right? Blew it, blew it every way imaginable. Stanford Cardinals had no business being in that game whatsoever. The game was pretty much over, in which they came back, and their secondary was getting fried. In fact, it got so bad at a point that one of the DBs was even arguing with Dion. It was all over Twitter for the most part. And Charles Kelly, he needs to be fired. You really do. Another thing I will say is Dion deserves some flack too, due to just the fact that his coaching decisions could be a little bit off. And also, they're just not that disciplined. That's what I'm trying to say for the most part. And also, again, just leaving Travis Hunter playing both receiver and corner, which I don't mind that. It's very good. But he needs to pick one position, obviously, receiver for the most part. Yeah, he can play DB in spurts, but that's going to take a lot of stamina, a lot of stuff out of him for the most part. So that's one of the things I had on him. And the third one would probably be Shador doing the pick later on. I don't really explain that for the most part, but this is one of the many mistakes that Dion will learn. He'll learn from this, regroup, make adjustments, and they'll even they'll rise like an ash for this for the most part. But man, this is a terrible loss. Just really, really bad.